are listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part, such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time. Now, where did we leave off? Ah, yes. Hidden in the upper floors of the Aridson estate, our heroes listened in on a secret meeting between the family cult's leaders. In a chaotic series of events, Zephyr ended up blowing their cover, and he and Alward were arrested by Sigmund Aridson. Do you want to talk about Dungeon Defenders? Yes. So what will do you guys that, think that help? about pigeons? I don't know anything about Dungeon Defenders. I don't know either. Is that the na- right name? Dungeon Defenders, yeah. I'm excited it, to know. It's the same one that we used to play in high school, right? Yeah. <laughs> College. <laughs> they went to high school together. You're making him feel old, Nolan. In our hearts, we were connected in high school. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it and is. you know it. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's uh? Hold on, what's hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> What's this Dungeon Defenders about? Uh, it's honestly it's one of those like tower re- tower defense games. Is yeah, it's kind of a tower, tower defense, defense game. Is it similar to Orcs Must Die? I don't know that I one. It's, it's like a tower defense where you place traps and they go along a certain. Yeah, yeah, but you're but like you're running around character. and you yeah. have your own class with mm-hmm. attacks and yeah, stuff that you can do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just. It's a really fun game to play with friends because mm-hmm. it's just it tends to be utter chaos and it's just uh, not nothing complicated, nothing uh, uh, you know intricate or, or or too you know many pieces or or parts of the game. It's just your different class characters you upgrade as you're going through the um, different levels and and I think you you do have some towers or emplacements you can add in. Going off this on about seven years memory here, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the classes have different defenses. Yeah. You can that oh. they're unique to them. Yeah. So real fast, that's intricate. That that's that's kind of <laughs> complex. Fan. It's kind of complex. That's kind of <laughs> complex. Like a simple game is just like you have three towers and you have to make a. Path. I mean, honestly, difficulty wise, it's still pretty simple. You well, get a lot of time to learn your towers before yeah. you, and then you kind of just get a set few you use. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like mechanics wise, and like the breadth of it, it sounds kind of deep. I never felt that when I played it. Yeah, but I don't. I've I never might, played, so I could be wrong. It could also be like the tower defense uh, system that they have in Assassin's Creed um, Revelations, where they just like throw this random tower defense thing in. And I literally did it no more than once. Uh, but I don't know. You like position things like archers and gunners, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Do they have guns? They have guns. It's been a while, but like it was pretty simple. Like you just place things. You've got one stretch of road and you just have to kill them all by the end. Huh. I love Tower I didn't know games. Revelations had that. Yeah. it Like I said, and it I shows up in one Revelation. mission and then yeah. you have the choice to do it later. But is, but. It, huh. is it one of those like side things that all Assassin's Creed game have where you need to be connected to the internet, but it like makes you a lot of money? I don't know. I was not connected to the internet at the time. Hmm. So I'm going to guess no. It's not as... Com- uh, tow- <laughs> Dungeon Defenders is not as complicated as a balloon tower defense. Oh, okay. So it's... 
That that actually makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> like, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. You, your characters, the one with the monkeys. Yeah. yeah. You, your characters do a lot with yeah. just your yeah. own attacks. Yeah. It's not like you do a little bit but rely fully on the towers. Yeah. The characters make a big difference. Okay. Okay. I yeah. don't like tower defense Balloons games. Tower. I love tower <laughs> defense games. I don't like games. tower defense <laughs> games, but I do like dungeon defenders. There's yeah. um there's a really good tower defense game. It's I it's called Rogue Tower, I think. And it's a roguelike tower defense game and it, it's so good and the music on it is it, it, it's it's great. It's it's one of my favorite. I have it on Steam. It's like 5 bucks. It's I, amazing. I find depending yeah, something like what you described with that tower defense game or or similar I, I just find them cathartic, honestly. Yeah. Just they're, they're f- I don't have to think too much. I just watch things explode. That's always fun. And it, I'm able to make it overpowered. Oh, yeah. So my my favorite yeah. thing is just plomping a bunch of mortars down and watching. Yeah. I recently found out, and I don't know why I didn't know this before, but the word roguelike literally means it's like a game called Rogue. There's a game called Rogue. There's, yeah, there's and yeah. Rogue. it's that's what the have you heard? The genre of, have you heard the terminology of like souls like? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. well, it's yeah. Like yeah. kind of become a genre of its own just because it's of Dark Souls and yeah. Demon Souls and such. I knew that much, but I I honestly thought Rogue like was like that's just what it's it. Kind of I was of always wondering. Yeah, you're like a rogue, but not not a game. Well, rogue. The, the game no, there's is a called, game rogue. called Rogue. Yeah, yeah. and I that's what is it? Didn't know that. I didn't know that until like two days ago. It must Amazing. have been. I'm shocked I didn't, especially if it spawned it a whole genre. Sucks. <laughs> it just has good. Mecha- it has like that right mechanic that was taken from it. Well, I mean, mm. it's also kind of. They have like Zelda likes or Metroidvanias. Oh, yeah. Metroidvania uh, is yeah. like that's a term. Yeah. Well, yeah, ripped from two games, which is great. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like the name more than I like the game style. Mm. Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like good. games with stories in them. That's what I like to play. Oh, wow. Mm. You want to know a decent Metroidvania game? Oh. Darksiders 1. Darksiders 1, where yeah. you play as War? Yeah, you play as War. Yeah. It's so good. I played that one a little bit. I think I played 2, where you play as Death more. I don't like that one as much. Oh. 3 went off the rails. Yeah, it I didn't get It came out like 10 years later. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to play 3. Made by a different company. I didn't know it was made by a different well, company. That company went out of business, so oh. then it was a new company. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's a particular game I'm thinking of. Um... And I I can't tell you what genre it is. It's called. Um, it was like an Xbox Gold, you know, one of those free games that mm-hmm. they give out every month. Oh yeah, Origami. Or oh, was that the one with the wolf? No, it's a it's, oh, it's Okami. Shadow Shadow Assassin. Shadow Assassin. Yeah. I think I've heard of. Oh, that. I see. Yeah, I've seen that pop up. I might own it. <laughs> <laughs> I might own it from Xbox Gold a long time ago. So. I, it honestly, it's one of those. It's not an extremely complicated game. I the mechanics, I enjoy the mechanics, honestly. But one of the big things about it is I like the story, and I love the music. Every time I play that game, no matter how stressed I'm getting, or how stressed I've been that day, or even if the game is stressful because it's hard, the music's just so relaxing. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> music can really make or break a game, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it sets tone. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of being stressed in games with good stories, you ready to jump back in? No. no. <laughs> yes. I mm. <laughs> Don't start another conversation. My blood pressure just jumped 50. <laughs> Quick, uh, start some music. So what, what happened? <laughs> so as our storyteller friend reminded us, All right. we are finding ourselves in a room. We've got Zephyr. We've got Alward. 
and they have just implied their willingness to be taken captive by Siggy. His twin sister, Svelta, is standing outside of the room, and Uver and Neros are waiting on the stairs not far away, mere feet away from presumably the most powerful members of this whole cult organization. Look, Siggy, is there any reason why um, why um, Datha would have wanted us up here? I, I mean, I don't know if she told anybody else. Obviously, she didn't. Otherwise, you would know. Um, but is there any reason? Nothing that comes to mind, which is going to be another conversation I'm going to have to have after we make our way to the cellar. Wait. You could ask her on the way. She's right there. Well, no, don't don't get anybody else involved. You don't need to tell anyone else. Oh, it's like someone coming into the room. Yes. <laughs> what? You didn't need to be in here. No, I didn't need to be in here, but I was, and that's what happened. Why are you here? Because I was trying to get you to follow me so this situation wouldn't happen. I'm sorry. Hey, Siggy, can you give us a moment? Um, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled that card. I love it. I forget everything with that line. Let's just step outside for a second. <laughs> give us like five minutes. I am not kidding. I forget everything with that line right there. <laughs> Diplomacy check. <laughs> Siggy looks at you with a look of confusion and shock, like he's trying to process. Did he just say what I think he said? Yeah, uh, run, run, run. Zafir, let's just step out for a moment. Uh, Siggy got a lot on his no, mind. No, no. Or we could step in. This, we just, already we just need a moment. Svelta, please come in here and bind these fools. You're going to have your blind sister bind possibly dangerous I'm intruders? holding you at sword point. There's only one letter difference, blind and bind. I know that much. You, I, Siggy, I don't mean to be rude or well, don't in, be. insult your intelligence. Um, you you do realize there are two of us, and we're both w- would That's well very threatening. I'm just saying we can do a lot, even being held at sword point. I'm not saying like we're going to. I'm just I saying. I hold like out my arms, <laughs> ready to be tied up. Just, just go for it. I spelt a like goes to like a dresser and just kind of like gets like random like a belt and like I was about to say if she just had ropes in her room like is this your room (laughs) (laughs) do you tie people up on on the daily I mean and both of you well starting with Zephyr your hands are bound with this makeshift bindings and then she goes over to Alward do you put out your hands to be bound as well yeah I'm gonna let myself be tied up for now Alright, and Alward, you are also bound with these makeshift bindings. It's just hands, you know? They're not yeah. tying up your feet. They're not tying your hands behind you at this point, just in front of you. Hey, um, Siggy, is it alright if I call you Siggy? You said that I could. Yes. Um, so, do you know where Hamir is? I, like, so, I haven't seen him since since we were dancing. That, that is why we came here, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I haven't seen um, Hamir since the two of us were dancing together. No, so, like, I, we, um, we were there, and then the announcement happened, and they told us to come up here. That's why we're up here. Otherwise, we would have stayed down there, but we honestly don't know where Hamir is. Do you have any idea? Oh, I'll find him next, along with your other two friends. 
Well, see, they're still downstairs getting their jig on. Um, that's a word I just made up. It, it means dance. Uh, I, like I said, I don't know where Hamir is. Um, and I, I don't think he would be up here with all of you. So probably down in the partying, the jigging. Well, if we see him on our way to the cellar, we'll say hi. That's a good plan. You know, you're being very rude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. He, he's holding us at knife point. I feel he's, like I'm allowed to call him out on you this. You broke into my sister's bedroom. Uh, we did I did no such anywhere. thing. The door was unlocked. We didn't break into anything. All right, we're going downstairs now. And he starts, like, pushing you towards the door. Is he no longer holding his sword? He, he's not shoving you. He's walking towards you with his sword, like, go, go. I'm going to step to the side. Like, don't point that at me. That can hurt someone. I can give you your three gold back. No, he was contractually obligated to pay it. Yeah, but, well, was there anything in the contract about him not hurting us? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, what kind of contracts do you make? Good ones. If we're done discussing old news of last time I met with you and we went to a town together, let's go downstairs. Put I just want to know, away. I am wearing a mask. How did you tell? You told him. Did I? Yes. yes. <laughs> you weren't there. He was yes, I was standing right here. <laughs> does, does it disguise me well? I like peek. I'm going to start counting down from three. And if we are not going to the cellar, I'm going to start stabbing you. Well, yeah, I, I walk. put your sword. We are bound. We can't do anything. Put your sword away and that go That makes downstairs. your decision easy, then, doesn't it? I, I just start don't walking. want to be poked at. Just put your sword up. Can, can you point your sword at me? <laughs> I would prefer that. What's it Who's, whoever's closest to me is who I'm pointing my sword at. I back up slightly. <laughs> now I'm pointing it out. <laughs> What's it going to look like if we but go down to the party and you're just escorting people via sword point? It's going to look like the guards didn't do their bloody jobs. It's going to cause a ruckus. Uh, That's what it's going to do. I'm trying to save, help you guys save face. It's going to look like you don't have things under control. We almost did get attacked by a, a thingy in the library. Mm -hmm. Make a diplomacy check. Yeah. Nice job. I mean, to be fair, they all went up for the changing of a guard. Oh, no. Uh, wait, is that a five again? No, it's a three. Um, I'm going to get rid of this one. Yeah, keep the hero point economy flowing. <sighs> That's way better. Woo! Nice. Okay, so Gorgeous. 19 plus 7, 26. Nice. Nice. <laughs> your, What's that face, Jordy? Your face, Jordy. You're 19 on the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so almost uh, as high as you can get without a nut 20. What? Siggy looks like he's like barely containing his anger. And he turns to Svelte and is like, we'll come back for them after the meeting once the crowds have cleared. And he goes over to like the door to the antechamber and locks it and then moves like he's about to leave you in the room by yourselves and take him and Svelta out. Wait, can I say one more thing to Svelta? No, Sophia. Siggy looks like he's about to say no, and Svelta, like, leans around from behind him. Yes? <laughs> it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, if you have any anything you'd like to talk about, we'll be here. We're not going anywhere. Oh. <laughs> Always the gentleman. <laughs> you idiots better jump out that window. <laughs> she's like, well, that was, S Siggy, like, puts his hand on her shoulder. And she's like, well, what? They 
they're just kind of funny. They're not very dangerous. And he just like, <laughs> pushes her out of the room and closes the door behind him. It's true. They are quite amusingly weird. <laughs> so Neros and Uwe are on the stairs. You kind of heard like the tail end of that conversation as they're coming out and closing the door behind them. And now the two of them are walking past you on the stairs back towards like that main like meeting room where they've been t- talking. Did you bring the lock picking set? Oh, I don't know. Amir had one. And that crowbar. That oh, literally wait. doesn't help anything. Wait, oh, <laughs> I, do have, I do have thieves tools. Uh, that, that, you, you, you said you had the thieves tools, yeah? Yeah, I do. Uh, we can go break them out if you want. Somebody has to do something. We can't really relieve them here. I mean, we could. I mean, I do have someone waiting downstairs. <sighs> But I guess we should do we, the we good thing and break Yes, we need to reaction. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm like, we really could leave them. As the two of you, like, sneak around the corner, after, you know, Siggy and Svelta have gone by and back into that common area. You've turned around the corner, heading up to the door to the room that Alward and Zephyr are now locked into. But as Siggy and Svelter are like rejoining the group, you hear, was there some trouble, Siggy? And like Svelter begins to answer and Siggy says, no, mother, we, we've taken care of things. That doesn't bode well. I, th- I think we better. Uh, I think, yeah, take, I think we better hurry. I'm going to attempt to pick that lock. Pick that lock. It's time for another episode of... Pick that lock. High numbers, high numbers. We're going to try. No guarantees, no guarantees. All right. No whammies. Hero point? I would use your prep point. I'm going to use my prep point. How'd you prep? Preppy. How how did I prep? I bought thieves tools. That's how I prepared (laughs) for this. She learned the intricacies of the locks in this building. I I have a better one. You bought a skeleton key. I bought a for skeleton key. Skeleton. <laughs> I the can't. Skeleton keys are skeleton for everything, key. pretty much. And it breaks upon you. As you've described the locks in this building, Jordy. We had the blueprints. I could have had a key blueprints made. Blueprints don't come with. Shh. We could have had a key made for the locks in this building. Or uh, that you do, you knew what kind of, you know, who had made these locks. And you'd gone and talked to, you know, the less reputable parts of town and acquired a key that works with that brand of locks. I mean, you said less reputable part of town. That's where she'd go. (laughs) (laughs) So you get up to that door and you start working to pick the lock and you're not getting it. And you just pull the lock picks out, pull a key out of your pocket. (laughs) It's like, what? What? I have something. I'm stupid. (laughs) Open the door. Just like, hey, we're leaving. We're both just like ribbing each other. Yeah, just, what are you doing? Well, we're tied up and we're trying to think of a way to escape. It what hurts. do you think we're doing? Hello. Come on, tie us. Okay. Let's go. Mine's a leather belt. Just be careful. I don't want you to ruin the leather. What? Why do you care about the leather? What? It's just a belt. Why do you care about the leather? It's just a leather belt. I was going to take it with me. You could still take it with you. Why? Let's go. It's a free belt. Let's go. As you're working on unbinding these two, you hear the sound from that common room behind you of multiple chairs all being scooted out as if everyone is standing up together. Jump out the window. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Close the door. Go out the other way. We can go out the window. 
Let's go. <laughs> so, which way are you going? Are you guys going this for windows? Going for the antechamber door? Anyway, the antechamber door is locked. We got the key. Go. Oh, let's just go through the antechamber door. We can relock these doors, and they don't—they won't suspect a thing. Uver just turns around after cutting you. He turns around and closes the door. Lock the door. Okay. Let's go all the way out the way, because we can go all the way out the way. Maybe we can find Uver. Either way, we're not going down the stairs again. Hey, Mir. Did you just say we can find Uver? I did. If you can find yourself. Uver's mighty quest. I'm very old and confused. That is the main quest that we're going after. What did you just roll? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, I just no. rolled a couple secret checks. Okay. <laughs> so when we go into that other room. Can we like smash a window or something? No, to make there's. Them think we jumped. It, it can. Oh. oh yeah, let's do that. Before we go into the antechamber, we'll smash a window and then go into the antechamber, lock it, and keep running through the house. Well, let's keep going and actually do that. Do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So window smashed, antechamber door opened. We'll go in, lock it behind you. I presume. Mm-hmm. Yes. As you are locking that door. Zephyr happens to look up and <gasps> on the opposite side of the antechamber from the door that opens out into the hallway coming in under like the upper arch of the door is on one of those gargoyles you saw downstairs. Uh, open the next door and keep running. Keep going. Yep. Wait, yep, yep, yep. Yep. So we're just going to keep making our way through. So there from the blueprints that you've seen, you know that this kind of like loops around the house back to the opposite side of the hall. Mm-hmm but you could kind of pop out into the hallway at any point. Are you going to go the whole length of the building this way? I We're, we're going to go through. Uver's going to push for going through the rooms because we yeah. already know that the hallway is No, I'm with you on there. I'm just debating on yeah. if we need to like, make a, a stop and like try to assess the situation outside before exiting or like what we need to do with that. Well, we or should definitely we should just assess leave. before we leave. The thing is, is that we can search all these rooms real quick, see if Hamir's up here, and then jump out the window, because honestly, we're not going to get out of here. So That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking when I said to... I mean, I wasn't joking when I said to smash the it's window. It's going to hurt a little bit, but, you know, they make potions for that. Let's just get out of here. You could just try to climb down. Damage. You could also try to climb down. You could use a rope. Mm. Um, we have plenty of rope. Let's just keep running around until we hit a dead end. That oh. sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? <laughs> There's no dead end. <laughs> so let's you keep running in a loop until we find a dead end. So passing through bedroom after like open closet. <laughs> this is so weird. I just <laughs> came through a closet. <laughs> bedroom, closet, bathroom, bedroom, closet. <laughs> it's it's a pattern. All shared. Ooh, a patio. <laughs> <laughs> this is a like nice a weird one. episode of Scooby-Doo. Ooh, I like this carpet. <laughs> it's all no, walls all serious. Hey, Mir should really think about changing his walls to this wood. <laughs> See, I don't know who decorated decor- No it sign here, of Hey, Mir really anyway. Outdated. <laughs> You're right. It's that one. It, it's so 200 years ago. I would know. <laughs> yes, you do not see Hey, Mir as you're running through these bedrooms, but you finally make it to that northeasternmost room in the building. And as opposed to all the other rooms you've been running through, which are all like arrayed and obviously being used as bedrooms, this one looks like it's been converted into some kind of workshop 
anything of note in here that any of us would uh, recognize? There are workbenches and tables around the room with various like types of tools, some of them very simplistic tools like hammer and chisel, others tools that's like, this does something, but I would have no idea what it does. And there's a collection of like crystals and books Alward, you instantly recognize that this is a great deal of those soul stone crystals, like what you've made the topper of your staff out of. G- grab those. Uver, grab as, everyone, grab as many of those as you can. Uver, just like, what? The, oh, okay. <laughs> don't, just grab that. We'll take them what they don't need those. Can I somehow fashion, like, um, one of those things that, like, out of the belt that I have, like, put them in, in a line, like, like an ammo belt, but <laughs> of crystals? <laughs> You guys have bags. That would take some time, but you could definitely do it. Oh, then if it takes time, no, never mind. There seems to be a book that's like laid open with like handwriting. Of course, handwriting. It's Ooh. not a printed book. Oh, <laughs> man. I read the book. Um, and anybody read. who kind of. <laughs> anybody but Zephyr who kind of <laughs> takes a second to look at the book will see that it seems to be like notes on. Um, projects that we're using these spirit stones. We'll take that book too. Just take the book. Just stealing everything from these people. Yes. yes. <laughs> as much as I agree with you on stealing this, are you sure we're supposed to be well, not supposed to. Are you sure we should be taking all of this? Yes. It will take away the things. Look, we need to if we can we didn't find Amy. We need to leave since we're going to be taking things. Everybody but Uver notices some movement out of the corner of their eye. And in the northwestern corner of the room, there's a gargoyle just like hanging upside down from the ceiling. And out the window we go. Oh, no, wait, I don't know that. Sorry. What? Uver oh. does not see the gargoyle. <laughs> Uver is not perceptive today. I don't know why. Uh, nobody. Plus seven. Be alarmed. So uh, do we have everything? That uh, like we got, we grabbed the soul stones, we grabbed the book, we grabbed the... Yes, you've grabbed the things that you've said you've grabbed. Okay. Plus nine. Um, is there anything else I would like catch my it? eye or anybody else's eye? The gargoyle. Aside from the gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> is Hamir anywhere? <laughs> he is the gargoyle. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Oh, it's my other Uh, 17. Nice. Good job. There is, at the bottom of a stack of books, a particularly fancy-looking book. Where is it at? On the desk, about five feet away from the gargoyle. Okay. Uh, Somebody get ready to jump out the window, like break the glass, and when I grab that book, we leave. Everyone okay? There are two windows that are currently open right now. Oh, okay. Where? One by the gargoyle and one by you guys. Perfect. On the opposite side of the room. So when I grab that book, we all jump out the window, okay? Can can you throw... Is is the gargoyle moving? Since you said with my plus nine, I saw it. So the gargoyle has moved a little bit, but just appears to be just like coldly watching all of you. Uh, Does somebody have a rope that they can tie real quick? I mean, I don't mind jumping out, but you know. I have a belt. I do have rope. I don't know if there's going to be time for that. I don't. I can't tie that fast. Tie a loop around my belt. I'll hold it on me. No. You need to come too. Going out the window. How I far know. are we? Off the ground. Oh, 35 feet. Which is 15 points of damage. This is what Feather falls for. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, 
Which I don't have. The only problem I have is that we're leaving Hamir behind. I agree, but at the same time, we can't. We didn't find him while searching these. I rooms. know, but I don't want to leave him behind. He'll be fine. Uh, okay. Okay, let's so jump out the window. I guess. Well, I just want to make sure is everyone down for the window jumping? Place? Are okay you getting the book? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna mage hand the book. Okay. What I love is that you guys are already established that they think you already jumped out a window and will be looking for you down there. Well, yeah, but what else <laughs> can we do? And there's a gargoyle I in agree. this room. I agree. Just what else are you going to do? Or we could go down one room and across that little hall into the other room. It leads to a, a... We can go in there and go down that window on the roof to lessen our fall. That roof is only about 20 feet down. Yeah, so that's do it. And then there's instead. would be from there another 10 foot drop. So yeah. you would take no damage from the second drop. Let's do it. So you all are going to be making your way around to the, the like small hallway that adjoins the main corridor. And you're planning to jump out the window in that small hallway onto the roof of the Logia. Yeah. Yes. Of the what? Logia. Can sure you explain to me what that is? It's kind of like a half open, half walled-in garden area. Okay. Ah, a patio. <laughs> <laughs> Another so a one. patio. A patio for rich people. Wait, are yeah. they going to break through the roof? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, Albert, you were going to grab that book as yeah. you went over? Uh, once we can, once we're sure we can get out on the, so we the low that door. Okay. I want to, then I'll grab it and we'll just rush. So, you open the door and Datha is standing in the doorway. Oh. Never mind. Wait, who opened? Oh. It was me that opened the door. No. I closed the door. You fools, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So now we jump out the window. I, I made a mistake. I close the door. <laughs> you try to close the door. She puts her foot Run the out door. the window. <laughs> Run. No. Run. Run. No. Run. At that same moment as you opening the door, the door that you came in through opens and the other gargoyle that's been following you kind of climbs in. We made a mistake. I opened the door. I saw Datha. I closed the door. I turned to you all and say, wait, we know her. Yes. That doesn't matter. I reopen the door. What oh are you doing? God. Oh my gosh. And you open the door and Datha's still standing there smiling. She's like, wise decision. May I come in? Um, if you get rid of those thingies. Oh, they don't bite. Not if uh, I don't tell them to. That's that. I, I happen to. Who uh, reaches the, the bodice? Who reaches to the bodice? Or the, the corset? Corset? <laughs> not the bodice. The corset. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about the corset. Uber, have you recovered from that? No. Do you have well, fifteen I, hit points. I gave you. I gave you a potion. You gave me. Yeah. A, I. I did drink the potion. Oh, I'm okay. two Thank hit you. points below max. Okay. He hasn't recovered emotionally. <laughs> Three hit points. One can never recover from a gargoyle bite. Why, why, why did you want us up here if you were just going to do all this? I thought we could have a little chat. Yes, but you could have told us when. You could have told everyone that we were coming so they wouldn't try to bind us and capture us. Oh, but that would spoil the fun. I hand her the belt. <laughs> <laughs> just take it. And Zephyr, I put my arms up. Sometimes you're a bit too friendly. Zephyr, how did you make it so far in your... Uh, in your particular line of work? Well, usually the people I deal with are dead. Or, well, I killed them. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually have to deal with them more than like 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> anyway, you're all kind of standing in the doorway right now. Um, yes. 
I suppose we could talk here. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those two people behind you? Those are my assistants. Exploding masks. Uh, perception checks, please. Oh, dear Lord. I'll take that. I won't. <laughs> yes, I need to pray. 27. 11. 16. What? <laughs> Nine. Haymare appears. <laughs> Suddenly, a wild oh, hey Haymare. Guys. 24. Uver and Zephyr, when she kind of gestures back to her assistants behind her, they both look like kind of out of it, like they're sleepwalking. Oh, yeah. Do either of them look like Haymare? No. Okay. They're checking. both women. I'll, I'll say, uh, They're both the women you've seen before wearing the blue, like, dragon masks. Oh. Oh. Are they okay? Oh, they're just fine. In fact, I wouldn't be worried about them. I'd be worried about you behind enemy lines infiltrating our stronghold. Wait, so we, this, the, the, you are an, an enemy? I didn't. Do we, do we have to be enemies? I mean, in all honesty, I don't think we have to be enemies. Well, that wasn't my first choice, but then you had to go and make it so difficult. Uver just looks over as if here. I don't think I did nothing but yeah. go into a room. I was trying to be discreet, and things happened. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to back up into the middle of the room so she can get in. I'm going to back up with him. I don't want to be near her. Uver backs up further towards the window. Yeah. Which, which window? That one. Okay. And Neros, are you staying near the door, or are you backing up with them? Is that a fireplace? It is. I want to stay by the fireplace, please. I thought you were going to say, I want to stand in the fireplace. <laughs> I would like to stand inside the fireplace. I am the fire. Interesting choice. I'm, I don't. I just want to stay by the fireplace. She's cooking, all right? She's Let cooking. her cook. Ah. Have you seen uh, Hamir? Have you seen Hamir? You ask as she walks into the room and closes the door behind her. Her apprentices do not follow. And she looks at you and goes, Hamir. Oh, you mean your friend? Um, yes, I think that's his name. I wouldn't really call him a friend. He did abandon us. Oh, is that what you think happened? Well, we haven't seen him and I, I don't know. He came up here while Neros was schmoozing and we just haven't seen him. You brought us up here for some reason. Well, I thought we could have a talk. That was a very interesting meeting you all were having. Yes, wasn't it? Did you enjoy getting a chance to sit in on our conversation? Oh, we were very confused. Mainly because you didn't tell us where to go or anything, so we were just kind of ambling about, which caused the situation with Siggy and Svelta. And, and yes, I think Svelta is um, a bit confused as to what's going on. I, I think she feels... Sophia, can you not provide information for five seconds? Uh, well, For I mean, five seconds, can you just please? If there's anything, I did want you to know that Siggy knows that you called us up here. Because he asked us what we were doing up here, and I thought honesty is the best policy, you uh, know. Well... That will be fine. It won't really matter what Siggy thinks once I've captured the four of you. <coughs> I, I, I thought done you done a pretty we good talking. job at capturing us. Well, we'll begin with talking. And then I'm afraid the conversation will become a little bit more one-sided. Well, so why don't we just leave? Yeah, so what's in it for us to talk? I mean... Well, I presume that you've met with my gargoyles before? She yes. looks at Uver. <laughs> Yes, I've seen your gargoyles before, but 
I don't want her. They are constructs, it seems, yes? Uver, as you're thinking about this now, the way that the gargoyles are behaving right now is bizarre, and you are now confident that they are not normal gargoyles, despite what your recall knowledge said twice in a row last time. (laughs) (sighs) These are not normal gargoyles, I presume. Very insightful of you. They are of my own creation. Then I would also assume that they have a range. That's an interesting assumption. That would be interesting to test. Did you make them here? Yes, this is my workshop. That's all. That's the only question I had. I, you can go back to him now. The point is, is that I don't think that anything is set in stone to use a little bit of humor. Did, did you just make a pun right now? <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> I don't want to hear it from the both of you. <laughs> What did I do? can't say much. (laughs) You see, my task here with the family is to make sure that whenever there's information or espionage, that we have the upper hand in the intelligence. Some of late have been thinking that my position in this family is of little importance. You four are going to give me the opportunity to show them all wrong. I see. I like that. Can we go somewhere and find something out for you? I would be happy Sophia, to. Sophia, she's going to turn us in as proof that there are enemies against them. But Indeed, having infiltrated into the most secretive of our meetings and listened in on the Inner Circle's plans. It wasn't very hard. We just rolled really high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, if luck is all you're coasting on, then I'm afraid your luck may soon run out. Can real, real fast. Can we just all right now agree just to jump out a window? Uver will look at Neros and just raise his eyebrows and cast warp step out the window. Oh. So, so yes, he agrees. <laughs> as Uver <laughs> makes a move to suddenly change the situation. We're going to have to roll initiative. Yep. I use stealth. <laughs> Can I use stealth? Yes. Where are 16. you? Okay. That's the same roll I got last time. I guess he's rolling initiative too. All right. Uh, 21. Where are you? <laughs> Neros? What? What's uh, t- 23. Ooh. Sorry, I'm distracted by the fact that Sam's rolling. He's and probably in the fireplace. Or. I am the fireplace. The <laughs> 11. I have a. Th- theory. I don't think it's right. That's with my plus nine. <laughs> that you're one of the gargoyles. Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I destabilized the timeline, and I got a 28. Ooh. Mm. The timeline's been destabilized. Guys, did you feel something? So, Alward, <laughs> you look across the room, like, making sure everybody's ready to run, and you notice Uver tensing up like he's about to just do something. And it is now your turn. Um... Just so I know the action economy here, is it one action to move and get out the window? If there's an open window, I will call it difficult terrain. If it's closed, you'll have to do something about that. Okay. And there's two open windows. So if they happen to close the windows. So I would like to... Two... Let me... Yeah. 
How far away is the bottom gargoyle from me? Ten yeah. feet away. Okay. I'm going to use one action to attempt to kinetic ram the gargoyle. They need to make a fortitude save. The one at the bottom yeah. right of the room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just want to make it clear for the audience. Uh-huh. Regular success. Regular success. Nothing happens. Because uh, it says they must succeed a fortitude saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away. So that really sucks. Uh, I'm going to use my other um, two actions to grab the book with Mage Hand. All right. But not go out? I want to make sure everyone else gets out first. Okay. <laughs> so you've got the book. Yep. Neros, you also are acting with fast enough reflexes that you would be able to act before Uver's plan to run out the window takes effect. When he raises his eyebrows, you're like, I know what he means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did we establish this signal beforehand? It's the universal <laughs> signal. <laughs> for oh, jumping I out see. A window. There's a universal signal for jumping out a window, but not for she's blind. Well, defenestration is a very common situation. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, Sorry, real fast. I forgot I had this hero card. I'm supposed to use it at the start of my turn, but can I use it now? Maybe. Come on. It, le- it, it, it lets me uh, have a free action to move. This seems like a good time to move. Okay. <laughs> move. So after uh, I grab the book, uh, I'm then just going to move my 30 feet out the window. Whee! So outward, <laughs> you dash across the room. So proud Jump of you. out the window. The gargoyle does not swipe at you as you go by. And... You tumble about 30 feet down and land on, like, a wooden deck outside of that building. Ooh, a nice patio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And as I'm running, I'm just going to show everybody out a window. (laughs) And, Albert, you take 15 points of damage. I am bleeding. Bloody. It's broken. Use the band-aid. (laughs) I mean, come on. I'm trying to you jerk. Use the band-aid. It's raining accountants over here. Okay. The guard outside. <laughs> what the heck? Quips. Quip is like, ah! <laughs> accountants. <laughs> okay, seeing Elward run out a window, uh, Neros is going to follow suit and run and jump out the window. All right, so it'll take two actions for you, one to cross the room, one to get out the window. You have one third action left. Uh, Do you have like an one action spell or Run anything? towards the carriages. No. <laughs> I mean, I could use a focus point and get tentacle arms. Perfect time. <laughs> but so, I don't know um, that this, this is the time. Neros, take the reins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neros, yeah, you can start take moving the toward reins. the carriages. Um, <laughs> we are not reprising Carrie Underwood's song, Jesus Take the Wheel, for this. We might. <laughs> um, use your tentacle I, arms to go down the wall. <laughs> They don't work for that, <laughs> but okay. I'm going to start making my way toward the carriage. All right. That hurt. I think I shattered my ankles. Yes, you do take 15 damage as well. Uber. Warp step. How are you feeling after 15 points of damage? It hurts. It, it hurts 15, a lot. 15, yeah. 15 points so of damage. I don't like it. You warp step. You very quickly jump out the window, and next thing you know, you're smacking onto the ground, taking 15 damage. And then I bolt towards the uh, where the carriages are as well. One action stride. Okay. Zephyr, it's, it's just you in there now, buddy. Yep. The oh gargoyle on the northern side of the room watches you and delays. Oh. The gargoyle on the southern side of the room watches you and delays. Oh. And Datha looks at you and is like, now I'm going to go after your friends. 
you take a rest. I'm going to need a will save. Oh, no. I mean, she did go after your friends. They all already went. (laughs) Technically, yes. You are correct. Um... He's rewriting Petite. his. He's rewriting on his paddleboard. No, oh, he doesn't want us to know. Petite. Oh, he's writing the dice roll amount. But how are the audience gonna know? Well, it's a secret from us. We don't know either. P- Petite. And now he's erasing it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess high. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, be I'm gonna guess it's a natural one. Yeah, I'm gonna guess a crit fail. So, Datha's like, I'm going after your friends. Hi. Now you rest. And Zephyr just collapses to the ground. Yeah. Oh no, Zephyr! And with that, Daitha strides across the room to look out of one of the windows that hasn't been opened yet. Then the gargoyle on the south of the room will take a turn. It will step to the window, jump out the window. Oh no. <laughs> and it will move to block Alward. Why, why didn't you, we think this like was a it's possibility? Just getting, it's just stepping in front of Alward? Yes, it's out of movement. So did it jump out the window or did it crawl down the window? Yes, it jumped. So it took the damage too. Ah, yes, it did. A little crack kind of appeared on one of its legs. And it is shortly followed by the other gargoyle that just drops out and does not move forward. It stays where it landed. I'm kind of worried you guys are going to end up having to fight here. Pretty sure we are. And that's where we'll end this episode. Hello, my name is Jacob. Uh, You may know me as the editor for Written in the Lost and the supervising recorder. This was a whirlwind episode, but it wound up going way longer than we expected. So after the fact, we looked at it and realized this needs to be two episodes. So that's what we did. You just listened to part one. Part two will be coming out next week. So look out for that. In the meantime, Petit did retroactively get a hero point for this episode. So you can hear him getting that now. So, Petit, you got the hero point for this episode. I sure did. And uh, so I've chosen the hero point Distract Foe, which means I can play it when a f- uh, when a foe within 30 feet makes a melee attack against another creature. And that foe is fascinated with me. They keep looking at me. And it can't end uh, the uh, condition Excuse me, until it takes a hostile action against me or the combat ends. Handsome boy. Mm-hmm. But that means I may get attacked. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all. Um, I'm just going to uh, not be stressed. Good choice. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Atomic Broadcasting production. Pathfinder, Galarian, and the Lost Omens world setting are copyright of Paizo. More information at paizo.com. Music in the show is from Monument Studios Collection, as well as assorted artists with some original tracks composed by Jordy Hake. More details in the description. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to share with a friend, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. I, I always thought we had like three pipes, one for air, one for water, and one for food. That would make life so much more complicated. It would, but that's what I thought. Anyway. Right, close your two left. Two, close your outer holes. <laughs> <laughs> I meant in our throat. I know. That's what I was going with. Anyway. We have to let, you can't let it just go down all three holes. So you have to close oh, no, the other. It would choose on its own. Like it would be oh. like a sorter, oh. which is the part that I got confused by. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs>